I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Zibby Owens, and you're listening to the award-winning podcast, Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. If you like this podcast, you will love my new anthology called Moms Don't Have Time to Have Kids. Check it out, and you'll hear from 49 authors about all sorts of things moms don't have time to do. All the authors have been on this podcast. Also, check out my TikTok, at with Zibby and Tracy, my other podcast, Sex Talk with Zibby and Tracy. Check out Moms Don't Have Time to Write on Medium. And of course, my new publishing company called Zivi Books. And now back to our daily author interview site and a quick hello from some of my kids. Hi. Hi. Hello. Enjoy the show. Maria Amparo Escondon is the author of L.A. Weather novel. Maria is the author of the number one L.A. Times bestseller, Esperanza's Box of Saints and Gonzalez Daughter Trucking Co., Named a writer to watch by both Newsweek and LA Times, she was born in Mexico City and has lived in Los Angeles for nearly four decades. LA Weather was a Reese's Book Club pick. Welcome, Maria. Thank you so much for coming on Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books to discuss LA Weather. Thank you, CB. Thank you so much for the invite. Yes, I'm also a mom. And yes, I don't have time to read. <laughs> <laughs> How many kids do you have? I have two. They're in their 30s. So they're out in the world, you know, but when they were growing up, oh boy, a handful. They're barely a year apart. So, oh. so it was one like one right after the other. <laughs> well, I, I have twins. So that was like oh. literally at the same time. And then I waited a while and then my last two kids are 17 months apart. So I don't know. I'm like a glutton for punishment or something. <laughs> But yes, you certainly have time to write, or at least now, and you're a filmmaker and all this amazing stuff that you do. So when did you, well, okay, first of all, can you explain to listeners a little more about what LA Weather is about in case they're unfamiliar with it, which would be unlikely as it is a Reese's book pick and all over the place, but you know, just in case they missed it, LA Weather. Well, LA Weather is a family story. It's basically a family story. But uh, the backdrop, of course, is L.A. (laughs) It's in the title. 
and it's the weather and it's the LA weather. And I use the weather in LA as a metaphor uh, for the life of this LA family, because, you know, some, some people out there believe that, you know, the LA people, you know, live like celebrities and everything is wonderful and sunny and great over here. And that's, that's far from the truth. The reality is, you know, everybody has ups and downs and drama and heartache. And, and so, you know, when people say, oh, LA, you know, it's always 72 and sunny. Well, that's also far from the truth. And so there's, all kinds of weather events that affect how people live here in Los Angeles. You know, the fire has been lately the most, you know, out there in the news. I myself have been evacuated twice. So, yeah, you know, we do have weather. <laughs> which part of which part of LA are you in? I live right by UCLA. Oh, okay. So we have a mountain like right, you know, against up against our home and with coyotes and deer right in the middle of the city. <laughs> it's pretty wild. <laughs> we spend Literally. a lot of time in the Palisades. Oh, okay. Okay. So yeah, you know how pristine and, you know, a lot of times and because California being so beautiful, I love it. You know, they preserve the beaches, they preserve the mountains, they try not to build up uh, everything. And so there's a lot of vegetation around. There's uh, reserves, you know, the, the Bayona wetlands are like right on the beach. And you would say, oh, that's prime real estate to build condominiums and stuff, but they don't. They really preserve it. So I like that about it, lady. You know, it's it's very respectful of the surrounding habitats and nature. So anyway, it's a story yeah. about family. <laughs> yeah, sorry. It's a story about three sisters. And speaking of twins, I mean, in your book, I I mean, I was like having a heart attack and reading the beginning, like, oh my gosh. So I don't know if that even counts as giving it away because it was right at the start, but it was quite an opening. Let me just put it that way. Like you are immediately gripped. I mean, everybody's, every parent's worst fear is something happening to the kids. And I don't know, especially when the grandparents are on watch. I mean, every time I leave them with anybody, it's like you're holding your breath a little till you get home. And oh my gosh, even just some of the imagery you put in the scene, like, the, the shoes that had just scratched the boat that the mom had just been partying on. And now they're in the emergency room and, oh my gosh, just the detail and how quickly life can change is basically that. It's like, you have to, it's like life changes on a dime. You don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yes, I know. And, and I, because I have kids, uh, that is one of my worst fears now that of course they're adults, but when they were little kids and they were growing up to leave them, you know, with a babysitter or a, or an aunt or a grandparent, you know, like you say, you know, you, you leave them with some trepidation because I don't know. It's what, I, I mean, it's mom's worst fear, you know, to for something to happen to your kid. And I needed a, a trigger of that caliber to propel the family into chaos. Mm -hmm. And that's what happens, you know, and without getting into all the spoilers and all that, this is a trigger that sort of, you know, puts everything into question in the family. And in order to come together, first they need to disintegrate. And then it's rebuilt, rebuilt, rebuilt when 
everything happens. And it's a, it's a story. It's actually a disastrous year for this family. <laughs> you know, they have everything, disease, divorce, uh, you know, betrayal, secrets. But I've had years like that in my life, you know, and, and uh, you know, some people have told me, oh, there's just too much happening. You know, it can't be real. And I said, oh, yes, it can. <laughs> Definitely. You know, it's one of those years when, you know, you're at your New Year's party and you're toasting for the new year and you just think about the year you just lived and you go, good riddance, <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> and, and so it's a year in the life of this family, starting January to December. And all the weather events that I write about, the fires, the flash floods, if there is a full moon, the temperature, all of that is real. I researched it. So on the day it says there's a full moon, there was actually a full okay. moon. Fires are all real. So they they happen in the right moment in the story, on the right day. That is real as well. So there's just one that I made up, which is Christmas morning. I wanted it to rain and it didn't. <laughs> I said, well, you know what? This is fiction. I'm going to make it up. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, Mm -hmm. Wow. So one character I found sort of alternately, well, let's talk about the dad character because this is mostly about women. The story centers around the women. And yet there is a man going through a hard time and not really knowing his place in the world. And I feel like you hear so much about when people retire and losing life's purpose and suddenly you know, only able to sit in a chair. I mean, usually the TV is on versus off, but still, whatever. That sense of being lost, even when you're home, which I think he really encapsulates. Tell me about like crafting him as a character. Well, I I, I based Oscar on actually a little bit on my dad. He's not exactly like my dad, but my dad fell into this depression in the 80s where his business went under, my mom got cancer. You know, it's like perfect storm situation where everything sort of collapses. And he just, instead of, you know, just going into, you know, fix everything mode, he went the other way and he just landed on the couch and watched the weather channel for hours on end. And it was really funny. Well, it wasn't funny, but <laughs> but I lived in L.A. and he lived in Mexico City. And he would call me long distance to tell me, take an umbrella. It's going to rain. You know? <laughs> he was my weatherman. <laughs> yeah. But really, it's exactly like you say it. Oscar was lost because uh, even though the, it, even, even though this is a, a story about women and, you know, all the story there's, but here is a guy who is surrounded by a wife and three daughters and an aunt. So it's all women around him. And all these women, one or another way, affect him uh, very directly. So his wife, his daughters, even his aunt, you know, they all have expectations and he feels very stressed because he needs, he feels responsible and feels like he needs to deliver. And sometimes men have these issues and it's, it's pretty taxing on their personality and their, and you know, their, their lives. 
It's true. And it's hard to watch, right, when that happens as well. But that was, of course, just one of many interactions that the family has and different personalities. And, you know, you do such a good job of immediately letting us get to know all the different people with details. And anyway, it's just very immersive. Tell me about when you got your start sort of writing and doing everything with film and all of that. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This episode is sponsored by Better Help. Sometimes we all have stuff we need to get off our chests. Even if we don't think it's interfering with our daily life, there are some things you just haven't processed be it grief or trauma, eating disorders, anything, it might be time to work on those things. And I have a solution for you. Therapy. Online therapy by BetterHelp. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. I took the brief questionnaire online where there were, I don't know, 20 questions. It didn't take long at all, maybe three minutes. And then I got matched with a therapist who could help me work on whatever. I picked trauma because... Even though it happened in 2001, I am somehow still not over the loss of my friend on 9-11. And it is what it is. BetterHelp is going to help, and I am so excited, especially because with my special code, instead of $80 a month, it is 10% off, $72 a month, which is so much less than traditional therapy, and you'll get a perfect therapist for you. There are 35,000 therapists to choose from, so you'll find the right one. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash moms don't have time today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash moms don't have time. Well, I, I actually started writing in second grade. And as a matter of fact, because I was writing, I flunked and I had to, you know, be held back in second grade because I hadn't learned anything. But when I started to get real serious was when I was 16, after I read 100 Years of Solitude by Gabriel Garcia Marquez, I, I said, I want, to, I want to really do this. And so I joined a workshop and I was a mascot. Everybody was an adult and <laughs> this teenager. <laughs> but it was very, it was very formative. It was wonderful. And I've been writing ever since I got a lot of stories published while I was living in Mexico. I got them published in journals and I was writing in Spanish. But then when I moved to L.A. when I was 23, right after college, I decided, well, if I'm going to live here, I better learn English. I better 
learn the language and and learn to write in English. And so I joined uh, workshops in at UCLA Extension and eventually became a teacher. I've been teaching there for 26 years, but that really was a wonderful experience and 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 really helped me to learn the language. And so when I when I wrote my first novel, Esperanza's Box of Saints, I said, I'm gonna write it in English. And it was hell. It was so difficult. I had the dictionary, the thesaurus, you know, right by my side. And I I used to call my friends, how do you say this? My kids were little, but I would ask them <laughs> because obviously they were born here, so they were fluent. So my, you know, my eight-year-old and my seven-year-old is like, how do you say this? And, oh, mom, you know. <laughs> Why don't you just give up and stop bothering us, you know? No, but it, it I did learn a lot. The novel got published. And so I said, okay, so maybe I can do this. And so the three novels that I've written have been published in English. And then I've done my own translation into Spanish. Wow. Which which was also a lot of fun to to go back to my own my my native language and transcreate into Spanish. Yeah. And then how, so how did it feel having this sketchbook picked by Reese's book club? What was that like? Well, of course I fell off my seat when I was talking. <laughs> what? <laughs> because I've been a fan, you know, since the beginning, I, I've been a fan of the club and I read most of the books that she picks. And the fact that uh, she picked my, my book was a shock to me. I had no expectations. I never even, it never even crossed my mind that uh, something like that could happen. And so I feel very honored because I love all the authors that she picks. I think that they're fantastic and very talented and creative. And so to be able to be in that group is quite a privilege. <laughs> yes. I saw all over Instagram that many of you authors met up at the new pop-up that looked like fun. That was great. That was quite something. She... You know, she's she's a force of nature. She's incredible. Uh, she's an entrepreneur, great actress, but also a producer. And she has her book club. And then she has an NGO, uh, which is called Lit Up. Uh, that, you know, your listeners, you guys should really look it up. It's uh, What she does is she does a call for entries for writers who come from underrepresented minorities and they pick the best projects and their manuscripts of novels or, you know, collections of short stories and they become fellows and then they pair them up with mentors who are published authors and they work with them on their projects. I think that's amazing. So she's doing that. She's doing so much for women's literature and this pop-up that she did in LA is, you know how it's a pop-up store, it's a store, but she did it beautifully, all pastel colors. And she, of course, was selling all the books with all the authors and other items that she also promotes, you know, like furniture and 
candles and mugs, you know, just cool stuff. And she did an event and there were maybe about eight of the authors in town. And so we met there and it was so much fun to actually meet them in person. You know, it's such a rare thing these days to be at an an event. Uh, You know, it was a small event, but the fact that I was able to meet the authors that I've read their work, it was really cool. Oh, that's awesome. Congratulations. Really neat. Thank you. What advice would you have for aspiring authors? For first time authors? Mm-hmm. Who, who, who get their work or, published? Or uh, aspiring people who want to be authors. Oh, okay. Well, I would say when you're developing a story, you want you want conflict. I think that's something that really moves stories along. Uh, you know, obviously, bad choices make great stories because the more, you know, you get your characters in trouble, the more interesting it becomes. You know, no wonder. <laughs> it's no wonder that, you know, all those stories, you know, and they live happily ever after the end. Is because when there is no conflict, why continue the story? You know, it becomes really boring. <laughs> so, <laughs> so okay, Prince Charming and da da da. They're now they're married and happy, and they have kids. And end of story. You know. <laughs> so look for conflict. Get your characters in trouble. Another thing that I would probably recommend aspiring writers is. Eliminate the word aspiring, because if you're already writing, even if it's a journal, you're already a writer. You're not aspiring. Somebody who aspires is somebody who is not doing it at the moment and would like to do it. So by just eliminating the word aspiring, you know, it's, it kind of weighs you down. If you take it out of your vocabulary, you say, I'm a writer, you know, it's almost like, yeah, you're doing it. You're already there, you know? I, li- I, I, I like that. The other thing that I would probably recommend is embrace writer's block. And it sounds weird, but the reality is, I think I believe writer's block is my, my brain telling me, stop and think. Don't just sit down and try to write because you're not ready. And so... Let your let yourself get into the mood, get into the the story. When I get asked, you know, how many hours do you write a day? I say, you know, I write all day, day and night. I write in the car, at the grocery store, in the shower. I write everywhere all the time because I'm thinking about my characters all the time. So how many hours do I type a day? <laughs> well, that's different. You know, for me, it's like downloading what I've been thinking about. So when you have writer's block, it's because you want to type before thinking. So put your computer aside. And as you go about your day, just think about your characters, about your story, the plot, all of that. And and all of a sudden, you know, you get the juices going and you start getting excited about it and scribble a little note here, a little note there if you want. And then when you're ready, then you sit down and type. I think uh, that really helps. And that's one way of embracing writer's block. I love it. That's great advice. 
yeah. think people beat themselves up for for the thinking part, but it is so essential. You're absolutely right. Amazing. Wow. Well, thank you so much, Maria. Thank you for coming on today. Thanks for chatting about LA weather. I'm actually coming to LA next week, so I'm hoping the weather is very nice. <laughs> Well, I think we're going to finally get some rain. <laughs> oh, just in time. Yeah. All right. Well, no, whatever. For a couple of days. It never <laughs> lasts long, unfortunately. <laughs> well, thank you, CB. And have a wonderful time in LA when you thank come. Thank you. This is and, a pleasure to meet you. <laughs> and I really, really appreciate your invitation. Thank you. My pleasure. Thanks for coming. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Zibby Owens and at Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. Also sign up for my newsletter at ZibbyOwens.com and sign up for my virtual book club and meet lots of authors on Zoom every other week. Thanks so much to Steve and Ryan at Texture Sound for the sound editing. And thank you to Morning Moon Productions for providing this fantastic intro and outro music. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.